Hello and welcome to the Mind Springs podcast with me, Alastair Appleton. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and if you'd like to find out more about us, then visit mind-springs.org. I think uh, one of the things that I notice when I arrive on Holy Isle is, is like a recognition. There's a feeling of, I recognise this earth. I know this earth, and this earth feels benevolent to me, and I, I, I can feel that very, very tangibly when I arrive, and my whole body responds to it. And sometimes little visitations happen um, from, from emissaries of the island, like red squirrels or dragonflies, things like that. Um, and sometimes these things happen at moments when something really needed to happen and they, they then have this big impact on me. That's, that's happened a few times. I once had... Uh, I was going through a, a sort of... Um, um, journey towards leaving the island, which was quite difficult, difficult to leave, and a red dragonfly came and landed on me and just sat on my third eye um, and sat there for about, I think it must have been 20 minutes, and it flew away a few times and it came back and sat again on my third eye. So, yeah, that was a beautiful affirmation of, um, or blessing from the island, I felt. Um, yeah, something else might come to me, I, I, but let's hear from Alistair. Um, yeah, I just wanted to share a, a few experiences <coughs> on the island, because what we'd really like you to is to, as some of you have been here before, I know, but... Um, to really use these 24 hours to enter into something like an intimacy with the energy of the island, because it's a very special place. And it can really, really help us. Help us connect with the earth and help us sort of ground ourselves, but also help us with whatever we've brought to the island. Pretty much every single major decision or uh, spiritual move in the last 20 years of my life have, has been mediated through this place. And, and very often it, it kind of takes you over in a weird sort of, almost, or me anyway, it's sort of like, almost like a possession. I remember when I was uh, very unhappy working in, in television, which is profession and was desperately unhappy with everything really in my life um, and I think I was on a retreat probably with Rob Nan some retreat here and uh, was swept up in this frenzy of leaving the Peace Hall and stomping at really high speed, weirdly high speed all the way down to the uh, south end and then up in between the lion's paws 
So where Lama Yeshi's house is, up through the kind of bracken, especially before those huts were there, up through the bracken, right up to a very specific spot on the on the west western flank of the island. Basically, on those cliffs, at the top of those cliffs that you can see when you're walking along towards the, the lighthouse. And it's almost as if I was guided there by some force and plonked down on this rock and dropped into this incredibly profound um, state of med meditation, I suppose, um, during which time I decided to become a psychotherapist. I decided, saw very clearly that I should train as a psychotherapist and move into that, uh, that career path, which, which I did. And, and it, was, it was really like the island or you know, the, the beneficent energies of the island, Lama Yeshi and all the, you know, whoever you <coughs> associate with the island, was guiding me there to make that decision. And a very similar thing happened almost ten, no, maybe five years later on another retreat that we did together with Rob Priest, where we were again encouraged, as we're encouraging you to go out and and just it pl play with the island in a way. Let the island kind of suggest things. It might be a, a bee or a dragonfly. Or you might feel compulsed to do something, as I was. And this time I was compulsed, again, at this lightning speed to march up the other way, up the, up the hill towards the, uh, towards the summit, uh, into these marshes, this very marshy uh, bit of the island, which I felt was incredibly feminine, was an extremely female place because one of the wonderful things that um, actually when Faye reads from Tai Sitopo a lot of the Tibetans are really big onto geomancy and, tai, and feng shui and they can read landscape very powerfully and some, some areas are very strongly uh, evoked by different uh, energies female energies, male energies wrathful energies, peaceful energies. And this, this energy, again, slightly compulsed me to strip naked and wade up to my waist in the water. And I, I sat there singing at the top of my voice, uh, up to my waist, to start bollock naked in the water. Not suggesting that you do that. But, uh, this is your practice for Feel the free. Day. Yeah. <laughs> But in the sense that there are some very powerful uh, patterns that it's kind of fun to follow and to just say yes. I was thinking yesterday when we were doing the guided meditation, uh, one of the things that really helps me in guided meditation and in this kind of play with the island is something that a, a performance artist taught me who does uh, improvisation. You know, improvisation, someone suggests something new. And he says, the only rule is to say yes to everything. Because if somebody comes on stage and they say, oh, my, my hand really hurts, I think I may have broken it, and you go, no, no, it's fine, then the play is finished. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go, oh, my God, what did you do? And they go, oh, I think I... And then the whole thing starts to... So the, the one, in, one in imperative, or the one useful thing, is always to say yes to the impulse. So when we go out and we're going to go out onto the island and, and really open ourselves to these sort of voices and these, these um, messages or impulses that come from the island, just try and say yes. Try and just play with it.
Don't have to take your clothes off, but... <laughs> <laughs> or Kenton Tai Situpa, who's one of the highest lamas in the lineage of Buddhism that Holy Al is part of. And he visited in 1993, and this is his reading of Holy Al in terms of geomancy. Um, and I have it made beautifully on cards by Sarah in the garden. I think she's created this in the last few days. Um, so I'm going to read it to you. <coughs> When I came here two days ago, I was amazed how big this island really is. The photographs do not capture the mass and physical size of the place. The holy island is the top of a mountain, except unlike an ordinary mountain, it is completely alive. Every cubit of space on the holy island has 32 sacred points. Even the summit of the island is very much alive. The island is like the centre of a flower, where all the energy is concentrated in the stamen. The island is the stamen, Aran and the surrounding Scottish mainland are its petals. The island is completely surrounded by water and by land. It draws its power to the centre where Holy Island is located. The north of the island is good for activity. The south and the east are peaceful. The West is very wrathful. Saint Malasha must have been very advanced before he meditated in the cave because he managed to transform the wrathful energy of the West of the island. I understand he was a man of great significance for Christianity because he was apparently influential in changing the date when Easter is celebrated. We must make a special effort every Easter to commemorate this. In a way, I feel much closer to Christianity than Hinduism, although Buddhism has historical connections with Hinduism. I think it's because I detect a deep understanding of compassion within Christianity. The energy on Holy Island is pa very powerful, though not evil. To work with this intensely spiritual place will require the purest motivation and very much hard work. We first have to spend some time to understand the island's inner spirituality. Holy Island sometimes looks like a recumbent lion, sometimes like a human being, and at other times like a seagull. This is a powerful place. It is not for everybody. We must respect its presence and work with it, but this will take some time. This is a big project and should not be rushed must be completed in the right way. Thank you for listening 
And please do join us again for more podcasts from MindSprings. You can find out more about us and our work at mind-springs.org. That's mind-springs.org.